If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. <sighs> What's up, Charles? The boy and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. <laughs> nah, but this ain't happen overnight. I had to pray for this. D-boy, why you always talking shit? Bitch, I can pay for this. All right, y'all. We got the Bay Area in the building. YWN, the boy. How are you feeling? I'm doing good. What about yourself? I am feeling good. Okay, now, okay. getting into your background, we all know you're from the Bay Area, but what part is specifically? Vallejo, California. And what was it like for you growing up in Vallejo? Uh, shit. Uh, shit, I mean, when I was a young nigga, I, I like to hoop a lot, so that's why I spend most of my little spare time. I, I used, I, nigga had hope dreams for real. But shit, I don't know, I always, I got a little adrenaline, adrenaline rush for being bad. I was a little badass, like, <laughs> my, my parents, my parents is from Oakland. So when I was born, they moved me to the V because they didn't want to raise me out there. I only lived out there for like probably like a year or two. I don't remember. I don't even remember staying out there. I was a baby. But all I know is that my parents moved me to the V. Shit, when I was like two, I'm still a baby. I'm growing up out there. I know my favorite thing I used to do, I used to hoop. I used to like, like, till I was like five, six, like I used to do little nigga shit. Like I used to catch bees and shit. I used to like go catching bugs and shit. You feel me? Just regular little outside shit, go to the creek, go catch crawdads, get a little older, I start hooping, and niggas start getting a little adrenaline rush for being bad and shit, like, nigga turn like seven, eight, like, I start fighting and shit, nigga, I, I remember my first time getting uh, suspended in the first grade, uh, it was my partner, I had, uh, I had told my partner about this female I liked, this nigga, uh, and he listening to me like he carried like oh yeah you should get her type shit and same day we had recess or something this nigga talk he go sit next to the girl he talking to her you feel me woo, woo, woo. i felt disrespected i'm like okay i just you feel me i'm just i'm telling you that uh, that's who i'm fucking with like woo, woo, woo. <laughs> so i ain't gonna lie on some slimy shit i sneak up behind that nigga i grab that nigga by his head he's sitting on the bench talking to her i grab him by his head and i slam his head on the ground bust his head open i got suspended for that shit I had my first time getting suspended. I was like in first grade. But yeah, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, growing up, like, that shit was cool. Like, nigga really had hope dreams for real. Like, I always thought I was gonna be to the NBA. Like, them dreams, uh, I was off and on. Like, middle school, I stopped hoping. And then, like, when I got in high school, I started fucking with that shit again. Like, it was always off and on. Like, I ain't know what I wanted to do. Like, nigga was thugging, nigga start hooping, 
And then niggas start thugging again, like, you feel me? I was back and forth for her. And with the hoop dreams, when were you just like, man, fuck this shit, like, it ain't, it ain't happening? <laughs> uh, I, I ain't gonna lie, when I was like in the sixth grade, I was raw in elementary. In the sixth grade, I was raw too. I was playing for, I was playing for uh, NJB. That's a little Valera League. I was going crazy, then they're dropping like 15 double game. That's cool for a little nigga though. I, I couldn't do shit. My favorite move used to be, ah, go to the right. I'm going to the right every time, taking all these little niggas to the hole. They want to fuck with me. Cause I used to hoop with older niggas, like you feel me, back in my house and shit. So when I'm hooping around motherfuckers my age, this shit nothing, like you feel me? I'm taking everybody to the cup. But like seventh grade, I don't know, nigga just, I don't know. I just stopped fucking with that shit. I really don't know why. Like, I remember, I just stopped, I just stopped hooping like the whole seventh and the eighth grade. And then the ninth grade, I tried to hoop again. I I, I tried to hoop for uh, Vallejo High. I fucked around, made the team, all that shit. But I don't know, that shit wasn't work, really worth nigga hard at. I ended up quitting and shit. Like, it was like 20-something people up on that team. Like, a basketball team in high school she only had like 15 or less. Like, you feel me? Really like 12. It was like 20-something people on that team. It's only like 15 jerseys. I remember one day we went to the game. I ain't get no jersey. He was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, we ain't got no jerseys. Woo, woo, woo. Next game, I got you. And I was like, fuck that. And I ain't coming back. And I'm stood on that. I ain't never went back. And then, shit, with the whole shit, I end up uh, in the middle of tenth grade. My mind's ended up moving me away because niggas doing too bad in school. It wasn't looking too good for a nigga. What nigga wasn't finna graduate, so she had to move a nigga. You feel me? To this little place called Benicia. Moved up over there. Shit, it wasn't shit to do up over there. So I fucked around, started hooping again for real. Tried to, but shit, that's what really crushed my dreams going up over there. Like, I don't know, like them, them white coaches, they was different. Like they wasn't <laughs> fucking, with the, fucking with a nigga. Like I could go in, do my thing, boom, ISO, nigga. Give a nigga 10 or whatever. If I ain't running no play, like they'd take my ass right out. Like, okay, you scored, why you wanna run in the play? Man, I don't know, I run no play. Like that shit don't stick to my head. Take me right out the game. I don't care if you scoring or not. Like. That shit crush a nigga dreams. I'm thinking like, damn, so that's how that shit gonna be in, in college and shit? Like, we gonna be running plays all day? Like, that ain't how I play. Like, I'm, I'm used to the black type. Like, give me the ball. Y'all go over <laughs> here. Y'all go give me some space. Let yeah. me do my thug fizzle. Like, they wasn't letting a nigga rock like that. Like, it was all about plays. Like, that shit couldn't, I ain't gonna lie, that shit couldn't stick to my head. That's, that was my, uh, that was my wake up call. Like, hell nah. Like, nigga, this shit homework up on the basketball court. I ain't finna be doing this shit. And I just stopped. I, uh, uh, my senior year, I ended up making a team. Why the fuck did I quit? I don't even, I was going too crazy. And practice, I ain't gonna lie, like, nobody wanted to guard me. And coach seen that, like, I had niggas scared to guard me in practice. Like, you know, I was a boy. Niggas couldn't fuck with me in my age. <laughs> but I could never run no plays. That shit couldn't stick to a nigga head for a nigga slow. Like, so one day, I just, I just fed up. We had a game, and I ain't getting no PT. I was like, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't coming back. Like, man, I ain't no sucker. Like, I'm better than all these niggas. All these niggas know that. Like, you feel me? I ain't getting no PT because I, because a play can't stick to my head. Fuck them plays. I ain't coming back. And I just never hooped again for real. Like, I hoop, I hoop again. Like, on some, on some cool shit. Like that shit, like therapy for real. But 
Hell nah, nigga had to get them little dreams up though. I'm glad I did though, because I be seeing niggas as men finna turn 30, still hoop dreams. Niggas yeah. still be thinking they finna go overseas, they finna go do this and that. I like, Cutty, you getting old. Like, man, I do something else. For real. Now, I was watching a recent interview of yours, and just speaking back on Vallejo, um, you had mentioned that it's 12 year olds right now out there trying to catch bodies already, which leads me to ask you, why is that happening right now? Uh, I mean, shit, generation getting sicker and sicker, like the youth, I don't know, they starting off younger and younger. I ain't saying it like it's just hella 12 year olds ready to catch a body out there, like it ain't hella like, You'll run into you'll run into a couple of them motherfuckers for sure. Like them little niggas that you feel me that grew up in that environment their whole life and they seeing this and that growing up. Like that's all they know. Like they be on that type of time. Like it be little niggas. Like we be when we was funking, when we was funking with niggas. We had we had and niggas. We had little niggas barely in elementary. Like throwing up fuck. You feel me? Throwing up the gang that we funking with type shit. Like niggas born in that shit. Like. I don't know, niggas be ready. Niggas be crazy. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. When I was 12, I wasn't that active. Nowadays, generation, youth, they getting more active and more active. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Shit getting sicker and sicker. I will say social media has definitely Oh, social media a got a part, uh, a, a huge part of that shit too. Like, when I was growing up, we ain't, I don't, social media wasn't popping like that. Like, the first thing that was popping when I was young in elementary was MySpace and like, I wasn't, I was young, I wasn't really on that shit like that. Like, I was on it, but then I wasn't, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, my mama, she used to, man, like, I ain't had no dad around, so my mama used to try to be my dad. She used to try to take a nigga password and shit, read all my messages that I'm talking to all my little girlfriends and shit about. I made a nigga not even care about having a MySpace, so shit, I wasn't really tripping. Niggas just outside, you feel me, just getting into shit for real. That Facebook shit came out, I wasn't really on that shit for real either. Like, high school came around, like, that's when Twitter and Instagram really started popping. When we was like in high school, like towards the end of middle school. But yeah, that shit changed the culture for sure. Like, especially with females and shit too. Like, man, females, they all, they, they all robots now. Everybody. Wait, hold up, hold up. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Why are you saying we're robots? Robots. Why are you saying the females are robots? Because they not natural. What, what's a robot? Robot, you got to build it and put it together. Like, these females getting built and put together. Bitch, you wasn't born with that big ass booty. You wasn't born with the titties and all that makeup on your face. That shit act. Like, you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of bitches. They not the real them no more. Like, my girl, my girl are natural. She don't even like wearing makeup. Like, she wear that shit on a special occasion or something. She don't even like wearing that shit. She all natural. No body done, no nothing. Like, that's how we like it. Like, we team natural, you feel me? Now, oh, it shit. seems like you have lived a very crazy Jack life Wood. at an early age. So, what was the craziest thing that you've experienced out there growing up? The craziest. Shit, I don't know. I, 
don't know. I, I never really looked at it shit. I never really looked at shit like a lot of shit was crazy. Like nigga grew up seeing so much shit like it was just numb to a lot of shit. Like I was young. It's like it wasn't like a lot of shit was happening to me. I'm young. I'm just seeing a bunch of shit. Like it was just regular. Like I always knew how to brush shit off. I could see something. I remember. I remember one time. I'm like first grade. Like we uh, it's, it's these apartments in Vallejo called Sereno Village. I used to live on the top. Like I was the first. I was one of the first uh, motherfuckers up in that bitch. Like when they first opened, they probably first opened like '02 or '03. It was like the first motherfuckers in that motherfucker. I'm looking outside my uh, kitchen window. It's like 30 motherfuckers outside fighting. Like bitches fighting, niggas fighting. Motherfuckers out pulling out knives. Woo, woo, woo. And you, just, you feel me? Thumping. You feel me? Outside rumbling. And then after they done rumbling, it's like three people up on the floor slumped. Like can't get up. And everybody start running. Helicopter come. Police come. Woo, woo, woo. I'm just in my kitchen at top floor just looking like damn like eating some popcorn type shit like nigga like nigga wasn't I don't know that shit you know type scared me type shit I think right after that shit happened I went to go take out the trash or something like I don't know shit was just regular but yeah shit was many though outside stabbing each other and shit I'm sitting there looking like damn and speaking of crazy now I watched another interview of yours and we got to talk about the story of you seeing a demon Woo, in full details. I wow. really want you to talk about that story because that wow. shit was crazy. Yeah. All right, so I had, uh, me and my partner, we were staying together in, a, in some apartments called Concord. And it's some apartments in Concord. I'm like 19, fresh up on my mama house. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm starting to make a little cheese. I'm like, I'm ready to, man, I'm, I can't smoke in the house or nothing. Like, you feel me? I used to always try to hide. I stopped hiding that shit from her at a certain age, but like, I could never smoke in the house. Like, she was never that green with it. Like, you feel me? I always wanted my own house. Like, I, I was never at the house when I was young like that, for real, cuz. I, I was the only nigga. Like, I didn't want to be in the house with my mom, my sister, for real. Like, I'm a nigga, like. So, I ain't gonna lie. My partners used to always have a house to the neck. Like, they always used to have a house to themselves. So, we used to be in there smoking, thugging, going to little mini parties. Like, we doing whatever, eating all the food. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, they got a taste of that shit. I ain't gonna lie. I got a little older, and I ended up getting my own house, so I get my spot conquer with Brody. Long story short, we get kicked out of that motherfucker like the first month, cause we was cracking in that motherfucker. Like, this our first house, we young. So, of course, we, you feel me? We used to chilling on the block every day. We ain't had nothing to do. We used to chilling on the block every day. Like, you feel me? That was the kick spot. We outside. We got our own spot now. We bring the whole block to the house. Like, hey, y'all, y'all niggas come pull up over here. We got video games. We slapping. We smoking. Ain't no rules in this bitch. Like, whatever. Like, you feel me? We doing that every day for like a month, chilling. Got niggas staying the night, hella shit. Like, they kept putting hella notes on the door. Like, man, y'all smoking. Y'all turned up to whoop, whoop, whoop. Like, this has to stop. Like, we got like three notes. Like, we wasn't tripping. We young. We like, man, we paying bills. Like, niggas, do this. Nigga, that's our house. Like, we not knowing. Like, we don't really run this shit. We renting this shit. Like, you feel me? Our dumb man. Like the fourth one was like, y'all got tilled. They only gave us like three days to move out. We was like, damn, we had three days to move out. We already fully settled in. Like air couches, TVs off the wall, hell of shit. So niggas had to rush, get up out of there. Boom, I rushed, get up out of there. Uh, I, I, I couldn't move in with my mans no more. I was like, what's, what's that shit? Oh, yeah, evicted. I think, yeah, we got a little eviction. I was like, I ain't getting another one up on my name. Like we hot. like. 
Like, I, w- I was in there, but I wasn't inviting all my niggas. It, it was really, bro, like, I was in there, like, I was growing up, like, I was getting to be on my independent shit, but we were still, you feel me? Brody was still bringing niggas every day. I was like, nah, I'm finna, uh, I ain't gonna lie, I'm finna get my own spot, so I get my own spot. I move in, boom. Long story short, we moving in. I, like, you know, when you move in, like, you put the living room shit in the living room, the bedroom shit in the bedroom, kitchen shit in the kitchen, woo woo, so you feel me? All, all that shit settled in like that. I, I'm sleeping in there. Like I got my bed made up. Uh, I closed my door. I'm just laying down. I don't got no Wi-Fi, no TV. No, I ain't playing no video games, no nothing. So the house is pitch dark. I'm just on my phone. I hear some. I hear hella rattling in the living room. I, it's my first time staying, you feel me, in my own house by myself. So I'm spooked. I'm like rattling. What the fuck? Like you feel me? But it's a uh, it's a patio in the living room. So I'm like, man, I must have left the patio open on some high shit. Like I ain't even feel like getting up. I was one. I was spooked and I, I was tired too. I was like, man, I, I'm telling myself like I left the patio open. I really didn't know if I did, but I'm just telling myself that I ain't even wanna go check. So boom, it's the morning. I wake up. I first thing I do is go check the living room. I go check the living room. Patio ain't open. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm looking in there like, what the fuck could have been rattling? Like, it wasn't nothing. Like, all the boxes and shit still closed in, right? So I'm like, oh, that shit don't make no sense. So, boom, I go back to, uh, I, pro- I go back the next night. Ooty, ooty, ooty. And what the fuck happened? I, uh, I hear some mo shit. But, yeah, I hear some mo shit. I'm like, hell no, nah, I'm not tripping. It's my second night. I'm like, I'm not tripping. So I go to my mama's house and I go tell my mom. My mom, she got this little black ass, small ass dog. His name Kobe. That nigga, he, his, he got like superhero senses. Like, my mom, she got a, she got a house on the top floor, somewhere tucked. This nigga, like, he, he, like, he know what people cars sound like. Like, he could hear my mama car pulling up to the garage, he'll start barking. Like, you feel me? Cuz got super senses. Like, he been like that like, since a young nigga. Like, he, he'll bark by, he'll bark in the middle of the night, somebody walking down the hallway type shit, hella irritating. So I'm like, I'm finna bring this nigga, super sense man, you feel me? I bring that nigga to the house. As soon as we get in the bed, I'm probably laying, I'm laying down in the bed. I'm on my phone, timeline, regular. I still ain't got no Wi-Fi shit. That shit like, gonna come in like a couple days or something. This nigga, like how Kobe is, like he like to sleep under the covers, you feel me? So he'll go to the top of the covers and he'll start putting nose on the covers. I mean, let the covers up, so you feel me? I let the I let the covers up on him, you feel me? He always he like laying by nigga legs for. He he usually stop at a nigga legs and start laying down. He ain't stop. He went to the edge of the bed and poked his nose out like. You know, you know the covers at the edge of the bed. Like if you go way over there, like you poke your nose out, whatever. Like yeah, he did that. He starts sniffing. And he start growling like in front of the bed for hell alone. Like like some, like I know how he be like when somebody there. Like when his presence in the room. Like he was barking like it was presence in the room. I seen that. I was like oh yeah, it's official. Like ghosts and demons. That shit real. Like okay. I tell my mama. She like boy, you better pray. Like woo woo woo. Like that shit serious. I'm not taking that shit serious. At the end of it, like, at the end, I'm still, I don't know what to think. Like, man, I don't know if it's a demon in this bitch or, um, cut. He 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 bark at anything sometimes. So I I really ain't know what to believe. 
So I bring him back to my mom out. I stay in there by myself. Man, as soon as I lay down, I ain't even, I ain't even sleep no nothing. I'm on my phone. I close my, I know for a fact I close my door. A couple minutes later, I see the door opening slowly, like from my peripheral, but I'm not paying attention. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm, I'm thinking like, I'm high, I'm thinking like, you know, like, Sometimes you feel like you be seeing stuff. I'm thinking it's like one of them type of things. I'm like, I must be hallucinating. Like, I must be high or something. Like, I see it crack hella slow. And then by the time I look up, it's like, I seen it close. Like, it was closing. Like, it was like one second left. Like, I seen it close a little bit. I'm like, Cuddy, am I tripping? I just see some motherfucking dough closed. I ain't even paying attention. I'm like, whatever. I on my timeline. Like, something don't feel right. Like I feel something, I feel somebody standing over me or something. And I put my phone down, I look up. It's the demon, like he, he over me like. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I'm laying in a bed like this. So you physically see the demon I'm, at this point. I'm physically, I physically see the demon, but when I physically see the demon, it's so weird because I'm not asleep. Like, I automatically get in sleep paralysis. Like, my body can't move. I can't scream. You feel me? I got my motherfucking... Him up on motherfucking dresser. I can't, I'm, my dumb ass, I'm thinking, I'm trying to reach for my, I'm trying to get the, I don't know if this nigga real, a demon or what, it's just all black, like, it just look like a, a shadow, like, yeah. you ever play Def Jam Fight for New York? No, I haven't. You have, bro? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, on Def Jam Fight for New York, like, it's a nigga that you don't fight on there, it's, you know, that all blue nigga that you can unlock, it's that, that all blue nigga, like, you can't see him, he's just all blue, like, no face, no nothing. That's exactly how he looked, but he didn't have a hat on. Like, it was just like a, a 3D shadow just in my face. Like, I'm laying on the bed flat. I lay, I lay down on my back <laughs> Wait, like this. Can't see you on the Look, I lay down on my back like this. Cause like, he's standing over me like this and, and moving his head. I'm looking at him. I'm like, hell nah. So you literally, you physically saw it like standing over like. Yeah, but it was no face. Like, it was so dark in, in my room was hella dark. So that wasn't helping. I'm looking at him, he, he like go to the edge of the bed slowly, he start backing up. And then when he get to the edge of the bed, it's like that nigga, he trying to grab me, like he's swinging his arms, trying to grab me or something slowly. And it's like his arms is like going like right through me or like, you feel me? Like he can't, he couldn't fuck with me for some reason. Like nigga must've been guarded by the ghetto angels or whatever, like I don't know. Like when I seen that shit, like, I couldn't do nothing. Like, I'm in sleep paralysis. I can't move, man. I just closed my eyes and tried to forget that shit. I'm like, I can't do nothing. Like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, when you're in sleep paralysis, it feel like you've given your all just to make a sudden move. I couldn't do it. Like, 
I just went to sleep. I woke up, you know, like, so, you know, it'd be them dreams that be them dumb ass, long ass dreams. And you wake up and you'd be like, what the fuck did I dream about? I just forgot that shit. Man, I woke up and remember every piece of everything. Like, I was like, damn, that was not no dream. Like, and then, so we, we going on tour, like, we, we going on tour, like, the next day or two. My grandpa, he, he used to stay in the V. He moved to Texas, like, when I was, like, in the 10th grade or something, like, so when he ended up going to Texas, he, uh, I think my uh, sister finna, yeah, my sister finna graduate. So he come out, I hit him, I'm like, Papa, I got my own spot now. Like, you ain't gotta get no hotel. You don't gotta stay with your daughter, your brother, your uh, son, no nothing. Like, you gotta keep my apartment. I'm, we finna be gone for a whole month, you feel me? So I give him the keys to the, I give my man's the keys to the apartment. I tell him, I'm like, bro, you can do whatever in this bitch time. Till, I get, till my grandpa get back, like, you feel me? So he had the house to himself for like three, four days. And my, uh, so my grandpa and my mom and my mans, they all meet at my house. I'm not there. I'm on tour. They talking, you feel me, chopping it up, regular shit. They, uh, my mans handed my grandpa the keys. They say out of nowhere, like, ain't no TV on, ain't got no cable yet. Like, I think cable coming that week type shit. Like, they said they heard like hella screaming. They said it sounded like a big ass football game in a living room for like one second or two, like hella screaming and shit. And they all heard it. And they said they all looked at each other like, and my man's, he looked at my grandpa, my mom's, he was like, he ain't know what's going on. He, my mom's, this is my mom's told me. She was like, bro, I was like, oh yeah, that's my cue. Uh, with you here, go to Keys. Uh, yeah, like y'all have a good day. Like you feel me, bro, got up out of there. My mom said, my grandpa, he opened a Bible scripture and put that shit like on the top of my fireplace and never heard nothing. And I ended up doing my whole lease there for, a whole, for my whole year. And I ain't never been through no problems there again. Like that Bible scripture, that shit was, that shit was powerful for real. I ain't gonna lie. That protection. You know, mama's wow. so serious. That's, you kind of got me like over here in the, with the chills. That story is crazy. Hey, that shit's scary for real. So after experiencing something like that, did you have any type of life awakening? Mm. Nah, no. I, don't, I mean, shit, nah. Mm, it be it be little shit that awaken me for real. Like I don't be need. Like I don't I don't know what that message was. So I don't know. Like that can't. Man, message had to be more straightforward or something for me to awaken like that. Like I don't know what the fuck that was about. Like that's weird ass shit. I seen that nigga like when my son was born. I ended up seeing him like like a year and some change later for real. The, the demon? The same nigga, like, this this time, I'm at my girl my house. This is uh, my girl, she got a little cousin. Like, she, she'll come in the room sometimes and get to running around, like, you feel me, playing hella much early in the morning. I'm assuming, like, I see, like, I feel something, I feel presence in the room. When I open my eyes, I see something run hella fast. Like, I'm thinking it's her. Oh my God, she's in here playing. Like, ooh, I just close my eyes, I try to go back to sleep. But my son, he on my chest. Back in the day, like, listen, he a baby baby, like, couple months. Like, back in the day, like, if I put him on my chest, like, he not waking up in the middle of the night, he not moving in his sleep, no nothing. Like, if he wake up, see, he cuddling, he going right back to sleep, you feel me? He tossing and turning in his sleep for hella long. I'm like, bro, what's going on? I wake up, and I'm looking at him. I feel presence in the room to my left. I look to my left, and it's the same nigga. And this time, it's not even, 
dark in the room. Like it's like some the sun coming up type, like right before the sun come up type shit. Like it's like five something in the morning, like half sun, half dark. So you feel me? I feel the presence in the room. I look to the left. It's just cause this time I look up like not mo he not moving. Like he's just standing over me, just looking like. I felt like Cub was looking at me mean in a mean way, but like I felt him looking at me like in a mean way, but like I couldn't see his face. Like I just felt it though. Like I just felt evil in the room for real. Like I ain't gonna lie. He, he, he wasn't reaching or nothing. He was just staring at me. So what, I'm, in, I'm in a sleep paralysis again. Every time I see him, it's like he put my whole body in shock. Like I'm, I'm, sleep, I'm sleeping right next to my girl. I'm trying to, I can't. I can't even go, I can't go like this. I'm trying to scream her name, like do something. Like I couldn't do it. I'm like, damn. So I, I'm, I fought the sleep paralysis as much as I could. Like all I'm trying to do is just put my hands over my son, just turn the other way. Just, you feel me? Forget it there. So when I'm doing that, it felt like this when I'm trying to put my hands over my son. Like this how I felt fighting that shit. It felt like, and I was doing that shit for like a whole, you feel me, a minute and some change straight. Like I'm most strength I could. Boom, get one arm over him. It's like over his butt a little bit and over his little waist. And I'm trying to get the other one over. Like this one took hella long. But I'm giving all my might. I'm trying to scream, do everything I can. I finally get that shit over me. Yeah, it took me a minute to turn my head to the left too. Like that, I was using much muscles I could. I just turned my head to the left, slept with cut like this, and just went to sleep. Thought I'd forget about that shit. I never forgot about that shit either. Shit crazy. Do you sleep on your back? Yeah. Stop I heard you're not that. supposed to do that though. Yeah, no, I heard don't sleep on do your that. back. I heard. Don't sleep on your back and say them prayers before yeah. you go to bed. I sleep on my back though, cause I got a bad back. So like when I sleep on my back, like it feel good to me. But I ain't gonna lie, like, Lately, I just I just had sleep paralysis the other day. I ain't seen nothing or nothing, but I had that shit though. That shit, I do gotta start sleeping on my back for real. Man, but touching into your music career and the start of it, I know before the music, you were working at KFC. Now, how was that grind for you and how did that lead into you pursuing your music career full time? Yeah. I forgot how the fuck Niggas just young niggas like it was somebody, somebody that I was with at KFC plug. I'm like nigga, we get I get everybody hot. I'm like hell nah. Hey, got motherfucker talk to the manager. Got me, all my niggas hot. Got my sister hot. You feel me? We young, so we in that bitch. We all working together, so we not tripping. We thugging it out like you feel me. But uh, one day, I don't know like. I just got tired of that shit one day, like coming home, smelling like hella chicken. Like I start feeling <laughs> like I start feeling like a real working man. Like but we used to fuck around. That's all we used to do is fuck around. We go to the block, you feel me? Woo -woo. Like when we was young, after we was done posting on the block, like we'll go to my man's house in his garage, TO. We used to go to that nigga garage and record, make music and shit, like just playing with that shit, looking up beats on YouTube, having fun, being young niggas, you feel me? One day. Niggas got bored, I made a, a YouTube page, named it S-O-B-R-B-E. And I posted, I posted an audio on that bitch. It wasn't doing hella numbers. Like I probably did like a, a thousand like uh, in a couple days type shit. But that was cool for a nigga. I didn't even know a thousand people. Like, you feel me? So when that shit came out, like, I go to like, I go to, like, I pop out, like, I go to the sports center or something, like, sports center, that's like a place where niggas used to hoop at back in the day, you feel me? That shit closed down now. Everybody from, 
I ain't, I ain't even gonna say everybody from D used to hoop there. Like everybody from everywhere used to hoop there. That was like one of the main spots to go hoop. I go up there one day, like you feel me? Niggas coming up to me, they like, nigga, you, that, that. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Honey boards, nigga, you going crazy. Like, keep going. Like, you got this shit for real. Like, you feel me? This nigga that I've been seeing my whole life, but I don't even talk to like that, like high and by, but like, this nigga, I don't even fuck with like that, taking their time out their day to let a nigga know that you feel me, that nigga going crazy. That's what that that was a that was a a wake upper for me for real. I was like, okay, like you feel me? A couple motherfuckers coming up to me too. I'm like, okay, niggas down there, hip to this shit. Like I just we just kept that bitch rocking there. Ever since then, I think shit ended up taking off like the beginning of next year for real. And you were a part of the influential group, which I would say you guys were in the Bay Area, yeah. SOB. Mm -hmm. Being that I'm in the South, what would you say that group meant to the Bay Area? I'm still SOB, but- Still uh, SOB, sorry. What was I gonna say? Uh, I know that shit was big, cause like, we was young, like, like we was the, uh, I felt like we was, a, we was one of the stars to like, the younger generation really kicked the foot down. Like, we started, like, letting niggas know, like, it's a young nigga world out here. Like, you feel me? Every since then, like, I feel like hella young niggas been coming out. Like, we changed the game for real. Like, we came in, like, the way music was back in the Bay. Like, I ain't gonna lie, like, niggas is making music. Like, lightweight, like, niggas had fake substance to their shit. Lightweight, like, you feel me? When we came in, we just young niggas. We know how to make music. We just talking shit and putting that shit on the beat. Like, you feel me? Well, everybody seeing that, that made that made every young nigga feel like, like damn, these niggas just talking shit. Like you feel, ain't no substance. Like man, we could do this, the whole world start doing it. Like you feel me? Ever since then, like, uh, like I, we put a dent in the industry for sure. Cause we, I be seeing like hella little, little niggas be trying to form groups. They be trying to have a little singer in the group and shit. Woo woo woo. Like yeah, like we laid down a blueprint for young niggas for sure. Like. I'm telling young niggas all the time, like, we used to get mad, like, when niggas just try to jock niggas style and shit, but, like, now niggas embrace it. Like, I tell young niggas, like, motherfuckers that really want to know, I tell niggas, like, the only reason, I ain't gonna say the only reason, but, like, the main reason niggas was going crazy like that, because we was all together, like, and we all brought something to the table. Like, it's harder when you solo. You could be raw when you solo, but you feel me? It's gonna be harder for the to keep that eye on you, you could be wrong, you solo. It's a hundred other motherfuckers wrong solo. It's a, when you a whole group, you feel me, whole gang, y'all all, you feel me, spitting, and y'all all name one thing. Like, motherfuckers didn't even really know our names and shit at the time. Like, we just coming out SOBRBE, like, you feel me? And that shit, I don't know, that shit was different. Like, we was like a Bay Area NWA, for real. Yeah. Damn, mamas. And um, I do know that you guys split up. Okay, so just for my knowledge, it's SOB and it's RBE, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you guys split up with RBE, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we don't know them. Okay, so with that being said, what would you say was the downfall with all of that? Oh, hell of a little shit. Like, shit nigga ain't gonna speak on for real. Like, bunch of goofy ass shit for real. Like, basically bunch of goofy ass shit like it's whatever though i ain't gonna speak on that nigga. we're gonna let them niggas keep their peace though hey. 
And being that you guys were like really buzzing and influential in the city, what was the city's response when you guys were no longer together? Uh, shit, like, I mean, shit, to be honest, like, man. Like, a lot of motherfuckers was hot. Like, damn, you niggas just fucked up everything. <laughs> Wooty whoop whoop. Like, you niggas just fumbled the bag over nothing. Wooty whoop. And a lot of niggas was happy. Like, mm. Like, a lot of shit was more refreshing. Like, it was 50 50. Some was happy, some was mad. Did it have any effect on you as an artist during everything that was going on? Uh, shit. Hell yeah, but it put a positive effect on me. Like, all that shit just made niggas just start going harder. Like, my, the way I am with this music shit now, like I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my bag way more than what I was before. Like you feel me, nigga outgrew a lot of shit. Like you feel me, nigga having more fun with this shit. Like nigga more refreshed. Like when niggas first came out, like you know when niggas first came out, like we had our own styles, refreshing and new. Like you feel me, that's how nigga coming out right now. Like everything that nigga finna be dropping, it's all refreshing and new. Like you feel me, I'm trying to bring that vibe back same cadence and shit but it's still gonna be refreshing and new now looking back in while being in a group what were some things that you took away from that experience what you mean as far as you know being in the group and then not being in it anymore what were some things that you kind of like learned some lessons you learned after not being in the group uh shit really niggas just gotta all that shit just be about communication like Niggas just gotta be men and communicate more. Like a lot of shit could have been prevented if a lot of niggas just, you feel me, just said most shit instead of, you feel me, a lot of behind the back type shit. Like niggas just gotta be more upfront. Like we wanna keep your circle tight. Like you just gotta be upfront. Like me and my niggas, like we bump heads all the time. Like we ready to fight. Like we be in the, we be in a group chat. Like nigga, I ain't gonna, I got gloves. Like what's up? Like you feel me? But like we don't be mad at each other. Like. If I can't argue with you and we can't shake hands, like you feel me, next day or next couple hours, I can't, you ain't my brother for real, like that. You envious, like for, for real. Like me and my niggas now, like we, all, we always bumping heads and like we tell each other right from wrong, like we ain't afraid to tell each other, like nah, you wrong, like nigga, you can check yourself, like you feel me? But we don't never end up funking, like we just, you feel me, we just keep each other head on right, you feel me? And I was also watching another interview and getting into your solo, solo career, um, you had spoke on people stealing your flow back in 2017 and 2018. Yeah, um, <laughs> what happened with that? All right, so I'm a young nigga. Like, motherfuckers are stealing my flow. Like, motherfuckers older than me and shit too. Like, my whole style, like, I had niggas coming out with froze, you feel me? Wearing a bus and shit. Like, that's, that's really a Detroit thing, though. Like, I give it to them. But at that time, like, where I'm from, like, that, that, like, that was my shit. Like, you feel me? Like, in the Bay, like, you feel me? Niggas know, like, that, that was the boy. Like, you feel me? Like, so, niggas, they, they taking it, trying to take me his looks. Like, niggas taking my flow, like, and going up, molding me with my shit too. Like, I'm getting mad, I'm young, like, I ain't know how to embrace it, but like, I'm older now, like, I don't even trip off that shit. Like, I just look at that shit now, like, damn, I was a young nigga, like, really laying down a blueprint, like, had niggas following that shit, like, it's a real champion type shit, like, I gotta embrace that type shit. That's like, 
when you, that's like a young nigga growing up and he want to wear number 23 on his jersey. Like, you feel me? That's how I feel with this shit. Like, okay, like, niggas is really paying attention to this shit. Like, yeah, they taking the blueprint, they running with it. And it's actually doing something for them. So I embrace that shit now. But now I am with this music shit now. Like, now I listen to the beat. So I'm going to come on how the beat tell me to come on in my head. So how the beat tell me to come on in my head, I'm getting on. Every beat I get on going to be different. I'm not coming on the same way no more. If I do, like, it's going to be a, a little switch. It's going to be something different. Like, you feel me? Like, back in the day, I only had one flow. So it was so easy to take a nigga flow. Like, I used to rap on the same same flow on every beat. So you feel me? So it was easy for niggas to take my flow. Like, now I'm just having fun with that shit, listening to the beat. You feel me? So, like, how nigga style is now, you can't take my style for real. Like, unless you're going to take a thousand styles. Like, you feel me? You can't take my style no more. Like. Even if you, even if a nigga do take my style in a way, like I embrace that shit. Like I don't think a nigga take my style right now. If a nigga take my style right now, that's when I know. Like damn, nigga, follow the fuck out that blueprint. Like I'm champion out here for real. Like I wouldn't even get mad no more. Wouldn't change my style up no nothing. Back in the day, that shit was making a nigga want to change his style. Like trying to switch different directions and shit. That shit was fucking me up mentally. I ain't gonna lie. And what do you feel brings out the best in you musically? The best in me, musically, the best in me. Shit, I ain't gonna lie, I gotta record high. And if I ain't high, I can't record. <laughs> like, I gotta be high, like, I gotta be high. Like, one thing about me, like, I gotta be, I gotta be in my zone. And I, got, I gotta feel out my body. Like, when I'm in the studio, when I like to record, I like to, I, I, I do one earphone in, one earphone out, how I do it, like, I'm, it's like when I'm recording, it's like I'm listening to myself as I as if I'm recording. Like, like I take a step out my body and I'm watching myself and you feel me, and looking at a fan perspective, like what I slapped this. Like you feel me? That's how I'm trying to record now. With your career now, what was the biggest risk you took? Well, you've had to make so far. The biggest career. The biggest uh, risk you've had to make so far. You say as an artist? Yes. Uh. Shit, I don't know, like. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. I think the biggest thing I had to do was, uh, The biggest thing I had to do was, uh, like, just be smart and not rush into it and not sign no deal. Like, I know the business and shit now. Like, if I sign a deal now, like, I could be on top of shit. Like, I could hit whoever signed me and be like, what it's looking like? Well, like, you feel me? I could be on top of my shit now. Like, I had to sit back, be quiet, and learn the game. Like, you feel me? I wasn't ready for no deal. I wasn't just, nigga can't just offer me money. I'm not one of them niggas that's going to look at your Oh, yeah, run it. Like, you feel me? I ain't know the business. So I was like, nope, I don't even know. I'm worth it. I'm young, nigga. No, I don't, I'm scared. No, no. Like, you feel me? So, now nah, nigga getting older and shit, like, I, I know the business and shit now. So, like, if I sign a deal now, like, I'll be good. Like, I know, I know, I know how to deal with that shit. For real. Back in the day, I was too young. And I was stupid with money. Like, I, I know what I do. All that cheese at that time. So I was like, nah, I'ma just keep hustling this shit. I'll keep it independent for real. 
keep collecting my shit monthly until I get my hair right. Right now, like, I ain't used to this shit. Like, I'm young, I'm splurging. Like, I don't need that right now. I go spend that in two days. Like, you feel me? I'm just, man, independent, collecting my shit independently. And speaking on the industry, what are your thoughts on the current rap scene right now? I fuck with the current rap scene right now. I be talking to my niggas about this shit because, like, everybody that's winning is they real street niggas. Like, it's real hood niggas winning finally. Like, real niggas is coming back for real. Like, a couple years ago, it was all clowns winning. Like, <laughs> all goofy niggas. Like, I ain't gonna say all goofy. Like, niggas, a lot of niggas was being they self, but it was goofy though. And a lot of niggas wasn't being they self and acting like they was this. Like, you feel me? It ain't too much of that going on no more. Like, it's a little bit, of, it's a lot of that going on, but like the niggas that's winning, it ain't, it ain't too much of that going on. Like it's real niggas out here winning. Like it's shit beautiful for real. Like all my favorite rappers are down there as industry rappers. I never even used to fuck with industry rappers, but see all the industry rappers that's winning is street niggas. So you feel me? I might as well tune in. Fuck you, with niggas. Do you feel as though it's possible to be in the streets and have a successful rap career without any consequences? It depends how you play it. Like, you gotta know your position in the streets. Like, a lot of motherfuckers, like, you feel me? They be kings and they play this shit, like, as if they pawns. Like, you gotta know your position. Like, if you a king, play it as if you a king. Like, you feel me? You could be in the streets and not be in the streets. Like, you feel me? You could be providing for certain shit. Like, you feel me? Little, you could be doing shit for the community. You feel me? The streets gonna love you for that. Like, you could be providing for wars, like, you feel me? You could be putting your niggas on, like, you feel me? That's, that's being in the streets, for real, like. You, you pop in, like, here and out, like, you feel me? Show your love, get up out of there, you feel me? You still in the streets, but, like, you out there as a pine daily, like, you a little nigga, like, you don't need to be in the streets. Like, you don't know your position yet. Like, you don't know how to handle it. You still wanna be a young, you still wanna be a pine. When you a king, you gonna, you gonna fuck around. You know what's gonna happen, like, you feel me? You just gotta know your position. It ain't that hard. Just gotta know your position. Now, I want to get into your Remotivated project. The title is pretty straightforward. So, with this project, what were you going through at the time of it? Uh, remotivated? I ain't gonna lie. Like, like I said, like, when niggas start taking my style, like, man, that shit didn't force me to not have a style. So, you feel me? For like two years straight, I'm rapping on hella different beats hella different ways but like all I'm doing is just trying to come on to be different like I'm not sticking to what what work type shit like you feel me I'm just trying hella shit I, I drop like two I drop a tape called like Torvalds and the Extras I'm just trying hella shit remotivated I start getting a little comfortable in the stool like I start feeling it around that time but I was in my writing bag you feel me I'm writing my songs hella fast like 20 minutes like I'm starting to write hooks and shit now, like hell is shit. Like, I'm starting to have a little fun with this shit. So I mean, this shit remotivated. Like, I'm, like I feel this shit coming. Like it ain't there yet, but like I feel it. Like you feel me? So that's why I named that bitch remotivated. I start, I started getting that feel for music again. Cause when niggas first start rapping, I had we had feel for it, just fucking around. But like when niggas start blowing up, like niggas blew up too fast. Niggas never really got a chance to grind it out. Like. Imagine you just start rapping and motherfuckers coming up to you offering you cheese and shit. You're not gonna take this shit serious. You're gonna be like, you like, you gonna be like, you serious? Like, niggas get paid off this shit for real? Woo, woo, woo. Like, that shit threw niggas off. Like, we too young. We not noticing that. We we can't. We not noticing how authentic and original we keeping it. Like, we chilling all day. We go to you feel me, Brody house. 
and we making all hot shit in the garage, and you feel me? We come back outside the next day, we do it again. Like, when shit start kicking in, we go into these big-ass studios. Brody used to record us, like, you feel me? We had to get used to engineers recording us and shit now. We used to have to go in a big-ass booth, like, we used to be in a fucking, some t- like a box, a big-ass box made out of wood with a cover over it, like, you feel me? So, when, when we fuck up, like, Brody would hear that, like, he was like a good engineer, he'll be like, nah, that, that ain't it, like, do it over, like, you feel me? Kept our head on right, but, like, the engineers wasn't knowing how we supposed to sound, so, you feel me? That shit was fucking us up for a minute, we had to get used to that shit, too, we had to, we had to figure out ourselves like how we like to sound instead of you feel me having Brody hold our hand because for a minute like he was like he was used to this shit like he knew he knew like he'll be like nah do that shit again woo, woo, woo. like he kept us on kept our head on right and so with Remotivated was it like you kind of took a step back before making this project and you really just like went all the way in uh well Remotivated like I, I had a tape coming out called YWN2, so I put like all the shit that I felt like was, that, that wasn't fucking with YWN2, but it was like right there. Like I was letting my fans know like, like uh, you hear a nigga getting better, so when I dropped YWN2, I dropped shit that I felt like was better, but like, yeah, that shit, that shit YWN2 went up way more than Remotivated for sure, but, but I ain't gonna lie, after I dropped YWN2, I, I wrote all that too, like, after I dropped that, I ain't gonna lie, I, I was thinking to myself, I thought that was the hottest shit I ever dropped. I'm thinking like, damn, I don't know how I'm gonna top this, like, ooh, like, man, it's gonna take a minute. And then, I ain't gonna, one day, I start free, I start freestyling like in probably like March. I got a tape coming out of my OGs called Mechanics. One day, like, I'm right, I'm writing all my songs, like every time I come to the studio session, like it take me like 30 minutes to ride it or 45 minutes or whatever. One day I hear a beat, slap. I, I'm in there, I can't write a bar to that bitch. Like nigga had writer's block like a bitch, but I ain't wanna just show up and waste these niggas time. So I hopped in the booth, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna punch in. Just however this shit come out, that's how I come out, like whatever. They was laughing and shit, they like, you show? I'm like, yeah, we gonna do it, let's rock out. I just start, you feel me, punching in. Like, you feel me? That shit just start coming to my head. Like every time I say, Say a, say a line like another line comes straight to my head and I just say that shit doing no thinking. By the time the song was done, that motherfucker was going crazy and I just stuck to freestyling every since. So now I'm super re-motivated. Like, if I was to drop a take card, re-motivated again, I would name that bitch super re-motivated again or man, re-motivated again or something. But I ain't gonna do, I ain't gonna do that though, but the nigga is super re-motivated right now. Like, now like, going to the studio, it was cool. Like. I knew that's what I had to do, like, you feel me? That was my lane, so I stuck to it. Like, it was feeling like a job, halfway, halfway not. Like, now I don't feel like a job. Like, now that's all a nigga wanna do is go to the studio. Like, to me, like, studio to the average person, like, it, it feel like going to the club to me. Like, you feel me? That's why I had my most fun, for real. Like, I just be trying to be great, for real. Like, nigga, super motivated. This shit crazy. Like, I ain't putting down a mic for a minute. Like, in my music, way better, so. Man, I can only imagine what my shit gonna be sounding like in a year. Like, I'm gonna try and speak this shit to existence. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give me another, I'm gonna give me another plaque. Like, I ain't aiming for no plaque. Like, the way you get a plaque, like, you just gotta make that shit naturally. Like, come with something new. Like, you feel me? So, something that the, that'll shock the world type shit. Like, you can't come on trying to make 
Like, you can't try to, you can't come on trying to do what already been done. Like, that's what niggas be fucking up in the stool. Like, y'all trying to do what already been done. Like, you feel me? You got to be yourself. And one of them days, and you feel me, one of them bitches is going to take off for sure. Like, you feel me? I say in the next year, like, hell yeah. Like, I'm going to have one of them ones for sure. Because I ain't never felt like this. And I know my music way better than what it was before. And I'm going to just give you your flowers real quick. I got the chance to go and explore your whole catalog, and I yeah. see the growth, I hear the growth. Yeah. YNW2, that YNW, project is yeah. hard. Yeah, My favorite you. song by you is Gangsta Shit, I ain't gonna yeah. lie though. Appreciate <laughs> you. Yeah, that's like, Gangsta Shit, like that's when I was in my writing bag, like the beginning of this year, like, man, like, I, I started feeling it. I was writing my songs hella fast, like, you feel me? And then I got right out of that writing bag and just started freestyling, so now my shit sound even harder, like, I got shit coming out that sound way better than gangster shit. Appreciate you, but I got shit that's way better than gangster shit right now. Like, and I ain't every time I get in the stool, like I feel like I make a classic. Like, man, this shit don't stop. Like, I just gotta keep going. Like, I can't, I can't take no more breaks. Like, I used to take big breaks back in the day. Like, I ain't trying to lose this shit no more. Like, I try to at least stay in the studio three times a week. Really more than that, but at least three times a week. If not three, two to be more realistic, but at least three. You know what I'm saying? And we gotta get into your recent project that you dropped with Slimmy B Still Gangin'. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to you guys working together, how would you describe the dynamic? Me and Slim, like, we got good chemistry, for real. Like, you feel me? It was easy, we get in the stool. Shit, we just, we just listening to beats, you feel me? We agree on the beat, you feel me? We just go in. So most of the time, we ain't got no hook. Sometimes we got a hook, you feel me? But now our chemistry getting in better, like, our next tape, we be finna sound harder than what we just put out. Like, the shit we just put out, like, that was like, all shit, we was making like 2020, like, you feel me? Probably like a one or two from like 2K19 type shit. Like, now we both in different bands. Like, Brody freestyling too, going crazy. Like, you feel me? We riding the beat way better. Shit sound way better, like, you feel me? It's gonna be a whole new way. This shit gonna be contagious too. Like, a lot of niggas gonna get to biting, you know, mamas. And when it comes to the title, what was the inspiration behind that? What? Still ganging. Uh, the inspiration. See, you know the fans, you feel me? You know a lot of fans, you feel me? They, they not knowing it. Like, they not knowing who fuck with who. Like, they sad about the breakup, so we just had to let them know. Like, hey, we still ganging. We keeping this shit rocking, nigga. SOB shit, man. And what's your favorite track on that one? Uh, the Still Ganging? Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. I'll probably have to say, uh, probably Bob Marley. Bob Marley, yeah, we was fucking around on that. Yeah, we got a couple more them vibes on the next one, too. Yeah, we fucking and around. I see y'all are also about to go on tour, too. A little mini tour, like, around the Bay. Like, ain't not really a tour. Like, we got, like, a couple shows back-to-back, -back, you feel me? We trying to keep this shit rocking and keep them tour. We trying to bring them tours back in, though. We gonna, we gonna keep this shit lit, though, like. We ain't been putting out everything that we've been cooking up yet, so you feel me? Like, when we, once we start doing that, like, them cars gonna get to ringing for sure. Like, we ain't playing with this shit. Man, so we got, you said you, you hitting us with some new heat. So what else is next for you? Man, I got so much shit on the way. I'm gonna I'm try to stay, I'm gonna try to keep it independent for a minute. Run my shit up, build my catalog up until I feel like I'm really, really ready. You feel me? But. Man, I really got so much shit. I got, I got tape coming out called House Arrest. I'm trying to, I'm trying to drop that like the middle of October. 
I'm waiting on a couple clearances and shit to get back to me, you feel me? Get that shit out the way and that shit should be out. Like, I already got like three, four videos and shit. Shot to that motherfucker just ready to get put out for real. Like, I'm just waiting. And then uh, I got another tape coming out. That shit really already halfway done. I got features in it on that shit and shit too. I'm just waiting for this shit to come out. I'm probably drop that bitch like in January. I got a tape coming out with Shooter Gang Connie. That shit done, that shit slapping. Got a little EP coming out, a little bean. Another tape coming out with Slimmy. Working on something with DZ. We getting, we working on it, we working on it. Fucking around with Cash Kid too. We might fuck around, drop a little EP on him. Like, you feel me? I'm just, man, I'm getting, I'm just fucking around. Like, I'm just working, staying busy. Like, and a lot of that shit, like, almost done too, for real. Like, I ain't just talking, like, a lot of that, like, four them tapes already done. Like, other tapes just getting started. Like, I'm, I'm flooding the streets 2022, like, 2022. Mines, I ain't gonna lie, like, I'm flooding. Flooding to it. All quality. Fuck quantity. All Period. quality. You know, <laughs> and before we wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs? Uh, nah. Go keep it. Shout out to y'all for having me. You feel me? Appreciate y'all. It's a blessing to be up on this bitch. It's like one of the only interview little stations a nigga be watching for real. Nigga don't watch too many, but I'll be fucking with Dr. Porch though. Appreciate y'all. The love is reciprocated. Yes, ma'am. Nah, but this ain't happen overnight. I had to pray for this. D boy, why you always talking shit? Bitch, I get paid for this. This that gangster shit. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.